Hey there, welcome to the last episode of Misadventurous for 2018. I know it's a little bit late, but we got here eventually. This is my year in gratitude. Now, I'm going to be looking back at my life month by month and sharing with you things that I'm grateful for in that month. I'm going to be sharing with you events that happened to me month by month, but then talking about things that I'm grateful for and finding the positive reasons and the positive outlook on these events. So here goes. Hiya, welcome back to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge. This is the podcast that inspires you to change your world for the better, to help get you out of your comfort zone and start making positive change in your life. It gives you a look into someone else's life who is just like you, but has achieved extraordinary things. I share these stories with you to give you an example and so that you can use their advice, their situations and the stories as a way to live a more fulfilled life yourself. This is your haven of positivity that keeps you accountable. It advocates for you to be a nicer person, including to yourself, and helps you with your own self-awareness. If you're the type of adventurer that sees life as one big adventure, no matter how big or small, and if you're looking to take that leap to start making positive change in your life and create your own significant path, this podcast is for you. So go on, hit subscribe, and while you're at it, tell a friend. I guess we're going to kick it off with January because every year starts off with January and you kind of look back and go, wow, it was so long ago. And when you think about it, 12 months for 24 hours in a day and then seven days in a week, four weeks in a month, 12 months in a year, that is actually a lot of moments. So looking back at my 2018, I guess I was very grateful because I was living in Darwin. I um, was living in my own house. I had a car. I was working on Hot 100 and it was around about the time that I was kind of stepping up in my skill set in in radio and uh, my ability to hold a different sort of content type show rather than like a daily radio show. In January, I got my own drive show, which I guess is it's a big deal. You know, I, I currently have the drive show on Wave FM and it was the first time that I got a high-profile show because in radio there are two high-profile shows. You've got the breakfast show and you've got the drive show, both in when people are kind of driving. And um, the drive home is as important as the drive there. It's just probably not as resourced as I've come to realize. But I'm very grateful to have that challenge happen to me in January. And it was in the works for 2017, but it wasn't until 2018 that I actually started doing it. And it sort of helped me get another job and move my whole life from Darwin to to Wollongong. So it was very great. I'm very grateful that I got my drive show in January. I'm also very grateful for the couple of false podcast starts. So I celebrated the new year with a bang in Bali. I'd taken some time off. I'd had a week to go and meet some influencers and I knew that I wanted to make a podcast, but I still didn't really know or have an angle or have the drive to actually keep creating it. I created a podcast called A Day Behind the Feed. I followed around this Instagram store for a bit. I spoke to a whole bunch of different people who were doing like this hustle. So I started another podcast called The Hustle. But I'm really grateful that I had these false starts because it's kind of shape where I wanted to be and, and the type of podcast that I wanted to make in the future. So then moving on to February, I'm very grateful that I got to see my family. It was on terrible circumstances. My grandmother died. Now that is my dad's mum. 
And it was my last living female grandparent. It was actually, I didn't really know my mum's side of the family very well. So my grandmother on my dad's side was pretty much the only grandparent I'd, I'd had for a very long time. And I knew her well. And it was um, a very sad time. I think sad time for the whole family. We did see it coming. She had dementia, but it still doesn't make the, I guess, the fact that we'd, we'd lost her. She's no longer in our lives. She's no longer here. It still didn't cushion that. Like, it's still a very real and um, horrible thing to have happened to our family but in a way that's life and you kind of expect that you know everybody has their own morality and I'm grateful that even though that happened it was going to the funeral and seeing my dad's side of the family and I think it was the first time that I'd done that in like six or seven years it was really nice to catch up with my family and I think one of them came up to me and was like oh who are you and I'm like mate I'm your cousin. I knew you when you were like this big. And so then I was that person going, hey, I knew you when you were this big when heaps of relatives used to do that to me. So, um, yeah, that's something that I'm grateful for in February. Moving on to March, and it was another sad time. Um, this time it was my dad's dad who died. So, yes, both my dad's mom and my dad's dad died in like five weeks or, you know, a month apart from each other. This one, this death came a little bit more as a shock and there's still some sort of issues relating to it because he died overseas and my dad had to then go and, and you know, get my pap back. And it was very horrible news to hear that. But again, I feel like it was a shock, but it also, again, made me realize the morality that we all have. Made me really appreciate my dad, actually. Another thing that happened in March is it was International Women's Day and there were some things that happened at my work that I wasn't very happy with regarding just wanting to include women into the sphere and I recognize that maybe not everyone shares the same values that I have and that I actually care quite a lot about equality and women's rights and I noticed that there was a difference between what I was experiencing and other women in the station um, because they didn't feel the same way when I, in my mind, everybody should be feeling the same, you know, wanting to include other women into the sphere sort of thing. And when that didn't happen, I kind of took a step back and said, oh, okay, maybe this, this is something that I care about that is maybe unique to my own point of view. So I'm grateful that that happened. It was a not a very good thing, but it did happen and I'm grateful. Another thing that I'm very grateful for that happened in March is I decided to finally get my act together and start putting together clips of my on-air work and putting it into a demo. And this is just following on from the fact that I, I was I have enough skills and I, I'm at a point right now where I sound really good and the demo sounded really awesome, my air check, um, and I sent it off to people and I'd heard lots of different things and... I ended up getting offered a relocation package by my boss now and I'm grateful that I got my act together and that I sent things over and I took the initiative to ask someone for certain email addresses and to get on the hustle a little bit because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't get offered that and I wouldn't be living in Wave and I wouldn't probably have a podcast the way that it is called Misadventurous right now. So that's one thing I'm, yeah, super grateful for. Moving on to April, I left Darwin and... That was a huge thing, packing up my life, getting relocated, putting my car on a truck and everything like that. I did all that pretty much by myself. And through that, I'm grateful that I lived in Darwin altogether. Before I moved to Darwin, I didn't have a radio job. I didn't have a car. I didn't have half of the stuff that I have now. So my life in Darwin 
has been so incredibly generous to me in the things that I've learned and the things that I've collected uh, and the wardrobe and the clothes that I've collected that leaving it and packing up my life really made me appreciate what it was that I had in Darwin. And then coming to Wollongong, you know, the more I found the differences between Wollongong and Darwin, the more I appreciated where I was in Darwin and, and the life that I had and the fact that I had my dad there like so constantly. So definitely a big change packing up my entire life on my own and then moving here but it really did make me appreciate where I was before I left. Okay, on to May. I got my own place. Now, this is something that I think I've wanted for a very long time. I moved out at the age of 15 and I always lived with friends. I lived with my brother. I lived in share houses and I never had my own space. And I knew because I'd collected a whole bunch of stuff in Darwin, like furniture and a car and ridiculous wardrobe and a bed and things like that. So I knew I needed to put it all in a place, but I needed to find all that stuff by myself. And I never really thought that I would be able to do all that by myself. But I guess, you know, I I had the support of my family on the phone, you know, giving me lots of advice and speaking to a couple of guys at work and, you know, getting lifts and things like that. I actually was able to live by myself. and, And I remember moving out of one of my places and just thinking in my mind, one day I'm going to move into my own house and I'm going to, you know, it's going to be on my terms and it'll be all my stuff. And and I guess I have that life now. And I don't even remember where I was when I manifested that, but I'm incredibly grateful that in May when I got my house, that'll kind of happened. It really solidified, I guess, the fact that I can manifest things and and continue to live and love my life and uh, go for my dreams. I also went to a friend's wedding and solidified a very good friendship. And I'm very grateful that I went to Brisbane, met some cool people, had a really awesome couple of nights, and I would definitely go back. You know, I feel like I've got good friends in Brisbane. Shout outs to Jamie and AB. Okay, then on to June. This is a big one because it's June. It's the sixth month of the year. So halfway through last year in June, I started the Misadventurous podcast. Now it feels like I started it two weeks ago, but it turns out I started it six months ago and that I'm incredibly grateful for because I really never thought I would get here. I'd been talking about it a lot and I just decided that done is better than perfect and then I needed to start putting stuff out. So the fact that I am here now with this podcast, recording it the way that I am, and it's been a very different sort of choppy, changey experience and journey and adventure that I'm very grateful that I started and I'm very grateful that it took me six months into the year to do it. I also started like taking my own wellness and my own abilities and like place in Wollongong into my own hands, I guess. So I've written, I watched Nanette and it was a huge thing and I told everyone about it. But another thing I did is I went to the wellness base camp, which is where I met Dr. Maria, who I've now formed a very good friendship with and it was only from scrolling through Facebook and seeing an advertising for the Wellness Base Camp having one of the guys from the Wellness Base Camp on my radio show and him saying hey come to this thing I'll introduce you to someone who's local because he was obviously a podcaster like the Wellness Base Camp is a podcast related to a whole bunch of wellness things and if you haven't already seen it check out the Wellness Couch. Anyway, so I went to their live event and I met Dr. Maria and we've kept in touch and, you know, she's been on the podcast. We've had some incredible chats. You know, I'm doing some behind the scenes work for her and I've really found a great sort of relationship with Dr. Maria. And I'm really grateful that I just decided on a whim to try and get in contact with one of the organizers of the Wellness Base Camp. And here I am six months later, got a really awesome friend out of it. 
Okay, on to July. This is a huge thing. I went to America. I went to America by myself with not much of a plan except a backpack on my on my back and a bit of money, you know? And I'm really grateful that I did because I'd set the intention October 2017. That was when I booked flights and I completely forgot about it, right? And it crept up on me. Around about May, I was like, holy crap, I'm going to America soon. I should probably start planning things. I went and saw the musical of my dreams. I've been in love with Moulin Rouge. If you want to actually hear about how it went, you can listen to There's a Wild World Out There. That is the episode where I do the whole America Roundup. And if you're anyway interested about going, you definitely want to be listening to that. But it was great because I learned so much about myself. Well, I remembered so much about myself as Tiffany the Traveler, and I'm trying to bring parts of that back into my daily life. And it's really easy when you travel, when you go off and you do your own thing and you're the master of your own destiny and you you know, you know put yourself out there a lot. But then when you come back to your own comfortable life and comfortable home, you don't tend to put yourself out that much. So I'm really glad that I went halfway through the year because I've come back and I'm going, okay, I still want to be putting myself out there and, and tiptoeing on the edge of my comfort zone. So on to August, well, half of that I was traveling anyway. Another big lesson that I learned from my travels is that I still need to do more. There's a whole world out there and you can definitely travel no matter what age you are, where you are in life, who you've got with you, you know, it'll all work out. I just think traveling is as important as getting a college degree. You know, if you're going to do either, I'd do the traveling first and the college degree later, but it's all life-changing experiences And I wouldn't ever pass up the opportunity to travel if I could physically do it. Okay, on to September. So the weather started getting a lot warmer and I think I really started to enjoy my life. Up until that point, like I'd moved in April, it was all a little bit hard also because the weather was terrible and I had just come from almost three years of summer. So moving to somewhere where I had to wrap up warm, be cold all the time and then like figure out how to be warm as well as try and catch up with people and try and enjoy myself and enjoy my life. It just felt like a lot more effort and like a lot more effort that I didn't really want to put in. But then, you know, when the sun comes out and everybody kind of comes out of their shell and everyone's just in a such a nicer mood. Well, that's exactly how I felt about Wollongong. Like the sun came out and I was like, wow, this is a gorgeous place to live. The routines that I'd started to make, I'd sort of fallen into and I was living through and and my life became a whole lot easier because I'd, I'd created a routine and I wasn't getting to the point where I was like, oh crap, what do I do today? It was like, okay, you wake up and you go to the gym and then you do this and then you do this and then you meditate every morning and things like that. Like I'd started to see some results of the routines that I'd put in place and started and that was a really nice thing. Another big thing is I tried and failed to quit drinking. That's something that I'm really going to try and tackle in 2019. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe that you should act now and just start trying to act in smaller, tiny ways so that you can build up the snowball effect and the change in your life. But I uh, obviously wasn't thinking that way in September. So I think that was a really nice lesson for me to learn in September as to why that happened. Okay, on to October. I interviewed Grant Dania. That was a huge thing. You can go back and listen to the Grant Dania podcast. I'll put a, a link to it in the show notes if you do want to go back there. I also found or I came across AudioCraft in Sydney and 
I made a couple of contacts in Sydney that I'm actually really grateful that I did. One is Audiocraft. Another one is The Social Collective, who I am going to be doing a lot more work with in the future. And I will put a link to them. That is the dating in the millennial world. That's Russ. And honestly, I'm very glad I had them on because they have really helped me open up my mind in the dating sphere, but also open up my community and the amount of people that I know in Sydney. And I do really want to start to build more of a community in Sydney because I still don't know where I want to go, what I want to do, but I think it's always good to know more people. And I also went to the Acres. So I'm very grateful that I did a whole bunch of networking in October. Like that's how October feels and sits in my mind. It was a time for meeting new people and establishing connections. And I think connections are what makes the world go round. I'm all about speaking to people and trying to help them. I look back and I recognize that that is a lesson and, and something that I'm grateful for that happened to me in October. On to November, I swear, only two more months to go and we got this, okay? On to November, I really started to feel connected with the people that I know in Wollongong. I've lived here for six months and I've got some pretty awesome friends now. I did throw a birthday party wine tour because my birthday is Christmas Eve and no one tends to be around and I wasn't going to be around Wollongong and around my friendship group on Christmas Eve. So I decided to hold it an entire month earlier and it was stressful as and one lesson I learned was that I am no longer ever going to have another or organize another wine tour because it was super fun but it was also super hectic and super stressful. So I don't know that I would be doing that too much. I'll happily go on another friend's wine tour, but organizing one is a yeah, bit of a stretch for me. But I did have a really great time and it was really nice to spend that day with a whole bunch of new friends and I had only met them this year. And it's nice to create this kind of community because it was a couple people from my work, some people from my gym and other people from like my friendship group and then my closer friendship group as well. So it was really nice to spend that time with them. Spent way too much money, but you know, that's the thing about money like it comes and goes and I think I always have the mentality that if money does come and go if you get too worried about the coming or the going of money it won't come and go as easily as it has before so like for me the way I see it is it flows through your life and it will flow into your life and out of it Another thing that I'm really grateful for is that I started networking through Audiocraft. I connected with this incredible girl in Perth who's trying to work on her own thing. And this is me working on trying to help people and trying to share my knowledge because I recognize that I seem to have this set of skills and it took me a while to learn it, but people had taken chances on me and mentored me and um, turned around and just said, hey, this, this and this and, and you know, be the person that people confide in and, and help other people. And um, I kind of want to keep doing that because I really enjoy hearing how other people are going and, and knowing that some of the things that I might have said or I could have helped them and I, I like seeing other people succeed. So I'm very grateful that I started mentoring and I hope to continue to do more of it. Okay, on to December. And oh my gosh, <laughs> it started with a bang at a music festival and it kind of really shaped the whole month to come. It was a lot of partying, a lot of social times, a lot of catch-ups, a lot of focus on boys. It kind of just continued being that snowball was rolling where it was just you start off with this tiny little party and then before you know it, like I'm drinking on a Wednesday night and a Thursday night and I'm catching up with friends on a Tuesday night and, and the whole month has kind of really been that and I'm grateful that that happened and I, I can do that and I can let a little bit loose but also you know, I, I made myself a mentor reminder so that I don't beat myself up about it. I released a podcast earlier this month as a guide to how 
to survive overindulgence season. And right now I'm living that. And I think if I hadn't released that podcast, I would be feeling very self-conscious. And I recognize that I probably haven't been the healthiest And I probably have put a little bit of weight, but I don't feel bad about it because I know that I'm going to get back in the gym and I'm going to start eating again and being a lot better to myself once the Christmas season is over. And I'm really glad and grateful that I even released that podcast because now I feel like I'm not as hard on myself as I could have been and therefore will have been spiraling downwards and out of control. Whereas now I'm having a very good day. Even today, you know, I've not overeaten. I've done some exercise. I've eaten some fruit and vegetables. Like I actually feel pretty good, which is not a regular thing to do in the days between Christmas and New Year's. But here we are and that I am proud of (laughs) and grateful for. I guess the one thing I learned about myself this year that I'm very incredibly grateful for is that I can do it. I can start again and I can do this relatively, you know, still with the support of my family and a job and everything, but on my own. And I'm really grateful and proud of myself for that. And I've made so many relationships that I'm really glad that I made this year. And if you are interested in that, go back to the Fab Five episode of the Miss Adventurous podcast. But that is it. I urge you to do the same thing. Now, I've written this out month by month and written 2018 year in gratitude, not year in review, because we all know we're reviewing it. But it's all about the angle and the things that you've learned from the things that have happened to you in the year and share it. You know, let me know your 2018 year in review. Did you have a good one? What is it? So now you can look back and and kind of go, okay, well, that wasn't so good. What did I learn? What can I try and do next year? Cool. Well, that is it for Miss Adventurous for 2018. Have a lovely break and holiday season. I'll be back in a couple of weeks to give you some more positivity and goodies. And we might be sounding a little bit different. Who knows? I might get creative in the time that I have off, but enjoy yourselves. And remember to start now because it's the small little changes that you make in your life today that will build up and snowball into a big change in your life tomorrow.